Hello and welcome to Baylor Connections, a conversation series with the people shaping our future. Each week we go in depth with Baylor leaders, professors, and more discussing important topics in higher education, research, and student life. I'm Derek Smith, and today we are talking athletics with Baylor's Vice President and Director of Intercollegiate Athletics, Mac Rhodes. It was a great year in 2021-22. The school year saw Baylor win Big 12 titles in football, men's basketball, and women's basketball, a national championship in acrobatics and tumbling, and a Big 12 tournament championship in men's tennis, leading a long list of postseason appearances throughout the department. Baylor student-athletes accomplished this while continuing to demonstrate excellence in the classroom as well. 324 student-athletes earned the title of academic champion, making the spring the highest term on record with a cumulative 3.33 GPA. The year also heralded construction on game-changing new facilities with summer groundbreakings planned for Paul and Alejandra Foster Pavilion and the Fudge Football Operations Center. Additionally, Baylor has announced new head coaches within the past year since we talked last with Mac Rhodes in track and field and baseball recently as well. A lot of exciting things to talk about, Mac, and we really appreciate your time during this busy stretch. Thanks so much for joining us. Derek, always a pleasure and uh, uh, always um, always a great opportunity to, to talk about one of my, my favorite subject matters, Baylor Athletics. So. Absolutely. Well, we've got so many great things to, to talk about. So I'll start you off with a very broad question. When you think of the 2021-22 athletic and academic year, are there words or images that come to mind right off the bat? And if there are, what are they? <laughs> um, you know, gratefulness is, is certainly certainly a word. Just, um, you know, our, our success is, is due to, to the wonderful people that, uh, that I'm privileged to work work alongside each and every day and, and just gratefulness, uh, to them. And, uh, it's, it's everybody, um, you know, it's, it's natural to, to, to focus on, on our head coaches and, and executive team and certainly, certainly well, well deserving, but it's, it's everybody. It's, um, it's our custodial crew. It's our, uh, crew in the in the in the bank our nutrition area the the cooks the servers i mean it's just it's everybody it's our facilities uh folks that that set up break down tear down put back up so gratefulness is is absolutely uh one of one of the words that uh that comes to mind first and 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 foremost and then you know it's it's hard um not to think about this 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 past year without thinking about the, uh, the goal line stand in, <laughs> in the, uh, in, in the uh, championship game of verse versus Oklahoma state that, that just epitomized, I think who we are as a, as an athletics program and Jared McVay, you know, uh, a walk on had been here for, for, you know, um, many years and just the, the perseverance, um, the dedication to doing it um, right um, consistently. Um, certainly, none of us perfect, but but that 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 appetite to to continue to just try to get better and and do it right all of the time. And so, you know, those are those those are two things that that really come to mind. Well, I think you've in part answered this question, but let me ask you specifically, you know, when you think of the successes that, that, that Baylor Athletics has enjoyed in the face of, you know, the external challenges that you can't predict, some that every institution in America has seen, others specific to a conference perhaps, but 
How have has Baylor athletic staff, student athletes, and certainly you and your office all worked together to stay moving forward on offense while also adjusting to kind of, I don't know if defensive things are the right word, but the unexpected while staying focused on the big time goals to keep the department moving ahead? Yeah, it's a thank you for that question. It's a great question. And it's a balancing act. And so um, there can be a lot of distractions. And, uh, and so I think one of the, the things that, that we, we try to do is, is certainly, you know, control what we can control, uh, focus on those things, double, uh, double down on the, uh, double down on the, on the fundamentals, so to speak. And so when we, we think about that, right, first and foremost, our purpose, why are we doing what we're doing and, and preparing champions for life and, and our four pillars and, you know, certainly our, our mission statement, one accord, one standard, one accord, I should say, and, and uh, the, the six operating principles. And so really always trying to stay very, very close to uh, those, those fundamentals. And then, you know, also, you know, at the same try, time, trying to anticipate and, uh, and as best we can, you know, try to anticipate some of the, the issues that, that may be coming our way. And uh, in, in being able to, to, to navigate those in a, in, a, in, a, in a proactive way. And then, you know, there, there, there are times, Derek, where um, you just can't be proactive. All of a sudden, it's just, uh, it's a, you know, a punch to the gut. And, and you think about the, the conference realignment stuff. And so it's then about, you know, how, to, how do we react? Um, how do we react, you know, in a in a timely manner, in a, in a really smart and strategic way. And of course, all of this requires buy-in. It, it requires, you know, I think probably the most simplistic word is togetherness. Um, you know, all of us buying in, all of us believing in, in the same thing, uh, all of us, you know, pulling in, in the same direction. And I think that's, that's another reason why we've, we've been, been successful because I, I really do believe we've got a, a group of people that that you know clearly understands our, our purpose and um, when we try to anticipate when we try to to, to react to to a crisis um, we we do that together um, and uh, with with support for for one another and uh, and so you know again just grateful goes right back to to uh, to our people. You know, you have the athletic staff and then on the university side, so many people we could probably mention. But I want to ask, you know, not every university has someone like President Livingstone, whose athletic student athlete experience and the work she does with the NCAA now, the Board of Governance, she works with the Big 12. How does her uh, expertise kind of further enhance that alignment that you talk about? Well, you know, Dr. Livingstone has a has a great understanding of, of college athletics. And I think because of her you know, appointment to the to the board of governors and and her work on the transformation committee. Um, you know, she she has an understanding of being on the ground level and um, you know being in the in the trenches and and really all of the things that um, that that we face on a on a day to day basis. Um, an understanding that you know this is probably going to get harder, not easier when we when we think about. Um, just uh, the the real life, the reality of, of some of the issues 
that we're facing now, um, whether it's transfer portal, name, image, or likeness, um, you know, we, we may go to a system where it's unlimited coaches and, and, you know, uh, everybody's on full scholarships. And so, you know, all of those things, uh, she, she has an understanding of, of, uh, what that, what that really means in, in, in reality. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that, um, you know, we're, we are very closely connected on, on all of those, those issues and, and items and that we, we have two-way conversations um, probably more often than what we would like, but, uh, but uh, it's, it's required and, and, and that's the time that we're in. And so um, grateful for, for her understanding, certainly, and, and her support. Visiting with Mac Rhodes and uh, Mac, this spring we saw the announcement uh, you signed an extension to to stay at Baylor. Uh, what was it about Baylor and even specifically Baylor now that makes this a place that you want to be and continue to pour into? Yeah, there's. Um, I'm just trying to think, Derek. There's there's so many different things, and I'm trying to narrow it down to the to the to the most important. Um, you know, I think it starts with my faith. Um, you know, I think that's, that's primary and, uh, you know, um, I can, I can certainly be open. Um, it's, it's part of our workplace. Um, it's, it's part of our meetings. Um, and I've grown, my, my faith has grown since, since my, my time at, at, at Baylor. Um, this is, this has been a really good place, um, for my wife, Amy, and in, in our, in our family. And, you know, we, we feel love, uh, not just me, but, but it's important that your, your whole family feels that. And they certainly feel, feel love from the, from the Baylor family. Um, you know, Waco's a, I, I think Waco's one of the most underrated communities in the country. It's a, it's such a great place to, to live and, and, and wonderful, wonderful people. Um, you know, you, you have a, you have a chance and an opportunity to, to do all of those things when we think about preparing champions for life, the academic achievement, the athletic success, character formation, spiritual growth. Um, there's not a lot of places that uh, really value that. They say they do, um, but, but really, really value it um, here. You know, we can be different. We can be, be unique. And, and again, I think be, because we have been, because we are, um, it's, it's why we, we've had success. So it's, it's all of those reasons. It's the wonderful people the, the, that, that I get to, again, work alongside each and every day. You know our head coaches. You've got relationships with them. They're wonderful people. Um, they've got great humility, uh, intellect, self-awareness, um, great, great executive team. Um, and just, again, a, a, a wonderful group of, of people. So there's, there's certainly a, a lot of, a lot of reasons, um, you know, uh, people, uh, for, for years, um, from the moment I, I took this job or people learned that I took this job, even up to now with, with the signing of a, of a 10 year deal that, that have questioned my intelligence and you could be at a bigger brand, um, why, why aren't you at, you should be at a bigger brand, all of those things. And, um, it, quite frankly, it doesn't, doesn't mean a whole lot to me. I mean, I, I truly believe that, that Baylor's got a big brand 
and uh, and we we have an opportunity to 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 make the brand even bigger, and uh, and you know you've you've heard Dr. Livingstone talk about you know higher education needs a needs a Baylor University where intercollegiate athletics needs a needs a Baylor University as 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 well, and and I think we have an opportunity. Uh, to be a, a shining light in, in all of the chaos that's that's coming or that's that's upon us right now. So those those are a lot of reasons. I apologize for the for the long answer, but those are the ones that that certainly come to mind. You know, I, I love this place. No, that's great. The great answer and a lot of great uh, possibilities to talk about here as we visit with Mac Rhodes on Baylor Connections. Mac is Baylor's vice president and director of intercollegiate athletics. You know, a couple of things you mentioned. One I want to ask you about first, you know, you, know, you mentioned uh, the world needs a Baylor and the world needs a Baylor athletics. We've seen a lot of success both on the field and on the uh, university side. Not that they're different, but when you think about R1 attainment and really uh, highly uh, academically qualified classes, how much do the successes on the university side that maybe might seem separate on paper from athletics impact athletics? Yeah, great, great question. You know, again, I, I, I spoke to it a little bit, but I, I think it just, the, the brand, building our brand makes Baylor University even a, a stronger brand. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm being intentional to, 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 to be careful on, on how I say this, but it's, it's value added. It's, um, you're now talking to, you know, families and, and recruits, parents and grandparents and uncles and aunts. And, you know, you're, you're talking about, hey, you, you come to, 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 to Baylor and, and receive a, an education, an undergraduate education at an institution that's, that's ranked, you know, in, in the top 80, I believe, in U.S. News and World Report. And, you know, it's now an R1, you know, um, institution, a, a, a Carnegie Foundation, you know, research one institution. And man, those, those things are important. And uh, for, for, you know, for the, for the uh, families and the young women and men that, that we talk to that, that really value education, uh, I think it's, I think it's important. And uh, so, you know, I, I, I will tell you that, um, you know, uh, our provost, Nancy Brickhouse was a uh, unbelievably excited when we when we won the the football big 12 championship game and um i would i'd like to say that that we were i was equally excited when when we um achieved r1 um status and uh and so um huge huge for our our university and and illuminate and you know you haven't even mentioned the give light capital campaign and surpassing a billion dollars and you know, never done that before. And, and so, you know, um, it's just, uh, I, I think, you know, and, and I didn't use the word previously for, for one of your, your previous questions, but the, the word that comes to mind is, is, is unity. And uh, I think if, if we're all united uh, on this campus, uh, Baylor, Baylor will continue to have a, a bright, bright future. Visiting with Mac Rhodes and uh, Mac, you know, you mentioned the academic side of things. We said at the top of the program, um, an all-time best semester, uh, 324 student athletes earning the academic champion title, cumulative 3.33 GPA, not to mention their great work on the field. If you were talking to a colleague from another institution uh, and bragging about Baylor student athletes, what would you tell him or her? <laughs> 
you, you're asking a question, questions that, that I, I probably have about 50 answers. Deep I gotcha. <laughs> because there's so many great things to, to say about our, our, our student athletes. I, I would first and foremost say that they're just really good people, you know, um, and, and look, you know, you're, you're 17 to, to 21, 22, maybe even 23 years old, right? You're, you're, you're growing, you're learning, you're, you're going to make some mistakes. Um, you know, none of us are perfect um, starting, starting with, with, with me. And, but they're just, they're just really good people. They're, they're thoughtful. They're, they're caring. I think many of them are, are, are selfless. Um, they, they understand the, the concept of team. They understand that, um, you know, um, there's a, a bigger picture. Um, and yet, um, they, they've got this drive to, to be the, the very, very best, um, they can be in, in, in everything. And, um, you know, I, I thought about the word overachiever and, and I'm not even sure that that's, that's an accurate description because I think so many of them, you know, come in that, that are, that are so talented already, but, you know, this, this idea, you mentioned it in terms of academics, but, but personal best. You know, I think that's the one thing that that resonates is is we've really challenged our student athletes to be uh, the very best they can in everything they do, and they've accepted that challenge, and uh, and they they're meeting it each each and every every day. Um, you know, again, we we talk about you know person over player, and uh, and uh, we we value them for the for the people they are, and and not. Not the not the home runs that they they hit or the goals they score or you know um, and so they're just man they're just I love being around them I don't know any other way to, to 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 say it Derek but there's not a team that we that we have here that I just don't love being around those those student athletes love love having conversation with. Um, we, we're just blessed. We just got a, a bunch of uh, really great um, young, young women and men. That's fantastic. As we visit with Mac Rhodes here on the program and Mac, as we head to the final few minutes, I want to ask you both about uh, coaching hires. And, you know, you mentioned earlier, give light new facilities that the Baylor family has poured into. Ask you about, about coaching briefly first, you know, uh, last week we welcomed Mitch Thompson's the 20th head coach at Baylor baseball I know there's a lot of interest in the way you and your team go about hiring a new coach. So I won't ask you for any proprietary secrets or anything, but to, to the extent that you can tell us what helps you find the right man, the right woman, what makes a Mitch Thompson or Nikki Collin or a Michael Ford or a Dave Aranda, how you determine that they're the right one, what stands out to you that you would share about finding the right person? Well, I, I think, um, you know, you, you heard me say it at, at uh, Coach Thompson's press conference that, that it's probably more art than, than science, but um, we're not going to leave anything, anything to chance. You know, the things that, that we can certainly control and, and, uh, and be really, really good at. So I think, one, it, it starts with knowing who, who we are, um, really having an understanding of, of who we are and, and what fit is. And... Uh, really um, staying true to the, to the characteristics that, that we look for um, in, a, in a candidate. 
Um, and, and, and there's a, there's a lot of them. And, you know, you know, when you, you look at candidates of those characteristics, um, you know, some are, are really, really strong in, in some of them and maybe not as strong in, in others. And so we, we certainly spend, spend time uh, there, but, but I will tell you, we, we probably focus, you know, less on the, the technical piece of it. You know, can you, can you coach, can you, you know, um, can you develop? We, we probably spend more time on the culture piece of it, the leadership piece of it. Um, you know, we, we talk about, yes, they're, they're head coaches, but they're really leaders of, of young people. And, and how do they do that? How well do they do that? Um, can, they, can they put people and surround themselves with, with people that are going to make them better? Um, so those are those are all of the things that that we that we think about that we're intentional about. Um, you, you know, uh, we spend time in, in an interview process talking about their relationships with other people throughout throughout the department, throughout the campus. Um, you know, and 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 as you know, I alluded to you know in, at at uh, Coach Thompson's press conference. You know, I'll spend. You know, I'll spend some time on the phone with them alone, just trying to, to see if there's connectivity and, and uh, philosophical alignment. And, and if there is, then, you know, we, we take that time to, to meet with people in person. And then even after that, man, I, I may have to go back and have some additional, additional conversation. So we've been blessed. Um, and I think finally, you know, hey, as, as mentioned, we, we really, truly believe, you know, all searches are, are journeys and, and um, dear, dear Lord, dear God, lead us, lead us to that, that right, right person, um, because it's, it's really important. Um, it's really important um, if we, if we believe in preparing champions for life, that, that we, we, we have a coach that, that embraces all of that. Well, we've got a great roster of coaches for sure as we visit with Mac Rhodes. And Mac, as we head into the final moments, I we couldn't close without talking about uh, we see a dirt moving. Uh, Waco's had plenty of construction, but even more exciting projects coming. What with the new uh, Foster Pavilion take, uh, uh, begin, will be taking shape right behind Robinson Tower, the Fudge Football Operations Center. Um, what kind of timeline are those on? And even maybe more importantly, what are you most excited about seeing not only their impact, but the ways the Baylor family has bought into that vision? Yeah, you know, so first, it's, it's hard to talk about those two projects without thanking, you know, Paul and Alejandra Foster and, and, and Jeremy and Christy Fudge. So grateful to them because those both, quite frankly, wouldn't happen with, without uh, those, those wonderful and, and special, special people. You know, timeline. You know we're we're beginning to move dirt and uh, break ground in terms of the pavilion and uh, the the football development center. So excited about that. You know, again, timeline for for pavilion. We're we're really looking at January of 2024 to to play. You know, the first game uh, in in the pavilion. You know, hopefully playing the the Big 12 season in the pavilion. The pavilion has two components. It has the arena component, and then it has the uh, the basketball development center for both men's and women's basketball. You know that portion, the development center, will probably open up a little bit later, um, more like spring summer, um, which is good timing because coaches couldn't move from from the Farrell Center to uh, 
to the uh, to the new development center, you know, during during season. And then again, um, the the football development center um, on a on a similar timeline um, for all of those that that listen to this this podcast um, and and you and you want to donate money, just know that we're continuing to, mm-hmm. to accept donations and and we still have money to raise for for both both programs. But, um, you know, the the way, you know, our our alums, our, our friends, our parents um, have come together to support these two projects, to support the Welcome Center, um, the, the late, wonderful Mark Hurd, and of course his wife, Paula, who's a, a regent making the, the Welcome Center happen. But, you know, um, I think it's part of Baylor's resiliency that when, when given a challenge to, to the Baylor family, um, they meet that challenge each and every time and just so grateful to, to all of them in the way that uh, they've, they've come together and uh, have donated, have been generous and, and uh, really allowing us to, to uh, make those, those two uh, facilities specifically a, a reality. Well, it'll be exciting to see those take shape and exciting to see the Baylor family uh, come together on those and so much to look forward to. Uh, one of these days we'll have to have you on again here to talk about even more exciting things that are taking place. But I really appreciate you taking the time to do so today to kind of put the uh, final, uh, some a bow on this past academic year, if you will, and look ahead to the future. So thank you so much for that. Well, Derek, thank you. And uh, mean this sincerely, thank you for everything you do for Baylor University and for uh and for our athletics program. You do a a tremendous job. We love you, and thank you. Well, I I appreciate that very much. Thank you for that. It means a lot, and thank you for coming on the program today. Mac Rhodes, Baylor's Vice President and Director of Intercollegiate Athletics, our guest today here on Baylor Connections. I'm Derek Smith. A reminder, you can hear this and other programs online at baylor.edu slash connections. You can subscribe to the program on iTunes. Thanks for joining us here on Baylor Connections. Baylor Connections.